Hi, and welcome to a Novel Ending Podcast. We're your hosts, Joanna and Kat. We chat about all things revisions, the fun stuff, the not-so-fun stuff, and the seriously, I've written like 10 novels now, why doesn't this get any easier stuff? Join us while we share our enthusiasm and tips to help you tackle your next draft before it tackles you. Hi, everyone. Kat here. I am interviewing Bailey May. You might remember her from the podcast that we did in Savannah, Georgia. I got to interview my middle grade writing group. Uh, There's part one and part two. Um, So yeah, Bailey is returning to talk about Scrivener. But first, we have our question of the day. Would you rather be forced to write your next novel on a typewriter or by hand? So as much as I want to say by hand, because I that's how I like to brainstorm, my wrists would just kill me. So I think I would have to say typewriter because I have like those like compression gloves and all those kinds of things that I use. And I don't think my hands could take writing by hand. What about you? <laughs> I I was thinking about this a little bit earlier because my initial thought is by hand. Because there's something that just to me seems like so romantic of like, yeah. oh, I'm going to sit by the lake and write a novel by hand in my journal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like my hands can't write as fast as like typing. So yeah, I feel like, I yes, like I can't get the thoughts out fast enough. And that frustrates me. And then my handwriting just gets really bad to the point where it's just illegible. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then you have to kind of redo it all anyways. Yeah. So I'd probably say typewriter, but the thing about the typewriter is like, I love me a delete key. So yeah. <laughs> I don't, and by hand, you, you know, you can just scratch and like keep going, but I don't know how that would work with the typewriter. So that would be the only hiccup, I think. Yeah. That would make it more complicated, but I guess it would also force me to not fiddle with things either. I'd be I just, I have mm. to keep going, which I guess could potentially be beneficial, <laughs> even if that's not how I like to write. Yeah. But. That's true. Okay. Okay. So first question is, can you give a brief overview of what Scrivener actually is? So it's basically like a word processing software. It's pretty similar to Word, but there's a lot more organization features, which are really nice. And it's specifically tailored for different kinds of writers. There are a bunch of different templates for like screenwriters, novelists, all those different kinds of things. So it's, it's just like a, more complicated word basically and did you use word before using scrivener yeah i did <laughs> yeah yeah and do you use yeah. scrivener like exclusively now so i draft exclusively in scrivener but then like just because of the way publishing is eventually it has to go into word so i do scrivener for as long as i can and then i move it all over to word okay gotcha. yeah what like initially drew you to start using Scrivener? And then how long have you been using it now? I want to say like four years or so now. I originally heard about it from like AuthorTube. And at least at the time, I don't know if you can still do this. You could do like a 30-day free trial. And so I did that because everyone was talking about it. And then I was just like immediately hooked on it. And I have not dropped it in words since. <laughs> nice. Is it just a download like from the Scrivener website? Is that how you mm-hmm. get it? Do you remember? Okay. Yeah, you just go to the Scrivener website. So it isn't free. There's a free trial typically. But I also think if you like win Nano or Camp Nano, sometimes they give you 
discounts and stuff like that. There are a couple ways to get discounts, but it's like a one-time purchase. You download it from the web browser and then it's just on your computer. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's good to know that you might get a discount with Nano or Camp Nano. Because I know, yeah, Nano is coming up and this is part of our Nano prep Mm -hmm. series. I just saw some posts today about people already like claiming badges to announce your Nano project. So I guess people are already logging in and you can set up what project you're going to work on and set your goals and all that fun stuff. I guess I need to get on that because I do want to try to do Nano this year. We'll see. I think <laughs> I've I've taken a two-year break and I think I'm going to try it again this year. So yeah, November is just always a hard month, I feel like. And I've never, I've won Camp Nano, like writing the NaNoWriMo goals several times, but I've never won Nano. So it'd be nice to like finally do that once. So yeah, <laughs> I've never... One according to the 50,000 words mm-hmm. because I mostly write middle grade. So I did yeah. complete a middle grade. And when I do first drafts, they're usually really short. So it came in at like 41, 42K. Mm-hmm. So I like technically <laughs> completed it, but I didn't hit the 50K. So I was like, huh. So I was yeah. like, do I like lie and pretend? <laughs> and just like mark up my workout so I get the like digital badges or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my. Okay, so back to Scrivener. So I know Scrivener, mm-hmm. there's like a whole bunch of tools. I should also say that I am not familiar with it. I did once upon a time download it, open it and be like, ah, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is intimidating. And then just flipped yeah. back to Word. But what are some of your favorite tools to use in Scrivener? I have a lot. My like absolute favorite is that you can have two documents up at once, like side by side, which for me is really helpful in revisions. A lot of times for my like second drafts, I like do a, a blank page rewrite. And so I'll look at what it was and then retype everything out, change a bunch of stuff. And so that's really, really helpful. It's also helpful like when I'm drafting too, to like go look at my outline, if I have that over there, like my outline, I'm, I'm more of a pantser or a planter. So my fake outline kind of thing. Um, on the side as I draft. So that's really helpful. It also has a lot of really cool like word count targets, which is definitely not for everyone, but I do really like that. Seeing the numbers in the progress bar move, I find really motivating. And so oh. it can like help me keep momentum and everything. That's cool. Um, Cause you can do it like you can do word counts for the whole project and see the little bar move. You can do it by chapter and there's just a bunch of different ways you can kind of manipulate it, which is really nice. Gosh, there are so many things. You can also compile it, which is really fun. You can compile it and just move it into Word. So if you decide like, okay, now's the time to move it into Word. There is like a compile feature and you select all the chapters or whatever you want. And then it just exports it all into a nice little Word document. That's once you like kind of figure out how to format it, it's really easy to format. And then you don't have to actually do anything. It just does it exactly like how you would want it to be formatted in the end, which is really nice. (laughs) Am I remembering correctly? So each chapter is its own like entity in Scrivener? Yeah. So there are a couple of ways you can do it. You can make folders or like text documents and you can either just make each chapter a folder or it can be a scene. Like you can kind of make it however you want. So the way I do it is I have like each 
I don't usually have scene breaks in my books. So each text like file is a chapter. And so then I divide them up by the save the cat beats. And so you also can have templates and stuff and make your own. And so I have saved my like version of the save the cat templates, uh, beats in a template. And when I start a new document, they all populate, which is nice. And then I have the like folder for act one, act two, a two B, and then I have them in there. And so then the way it reads it that way is each text file is a chapter. And then you kind of like can label it like that, but there are different ways you can kind of manipulate it too, just depending on how you order it. And then you can assign it what kind of document you want it to be too. Okay, nice. So say that you wrote a first draft and then you're going to write a second draft and there are some chapters you want to write from like complete scratch, but there are others you would want to save most of. Are you able to like pick and choose certain chapters to like duplicate and then just Mm -hmm. start that? Okay. Yeah, you can duplicate any of the text files, any of the folders, like you can duplicate any of it. So the way it's usually set up is it starts you out with a manuscript overarching folder, and then you build it underneath it. And so for my second drafts, a lot of times if I'm going to rewrite the whole thing, because you can also color code, which is really nice. I like color coding. I take my whole book and move it up out of the manuscript thing. So then if I compile it, there'd be nothing there, Uh, but it's still all in Scrivener. And then I go through each chapter one by one and then duplicate the ones that I want add new blank ones for the ones that I don't. And then I kind of color code them as I go for whether it's like a a rewrite of a blank page I need to write or whether it's completed. So you can kind of, you can really easily move things around and duplicate it and put in the trash and all those kinds of things. Nice. So your color coding system or how you use it is to kind of let you know like what chapters you need to like completely rewrite or partial or things. Do you use the colors for anything else? No, mostly just like to do completed in progress kind of thing. Cause I really, I really do like the visual. So like being able to see all of the ones that are done. So those are all green, which is nice. And the ones that aren't done are in, in red. And then sometimes I'll collapse them. So they kind of go away and then I just have like what to do. So yeah, I really like the color coding part. I feel like I would like that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I hear there's like a note card tool. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Yeah. So uh, when you create a text file in it, that's typically where you would write like a chapter or a scene. You can view it in a couple of different ways. And so one of the ways you can do it is like in a, like a little note card view. And I honestly don't typically use it, but I know a lot of people who do. And you can just like write a summary or like the chapter header or little key points that you have in the chapter. And then once you have multiple ones, you can view all of them together on the same screen. Or if you are just like in the text document, there's a little info thing on the side, which is probably not going to mean anything right now. But there's a little info thing in the corner where if you open that up, you can see two different tabs. And one's kind of like a headery tab, which is what would go on the note card. And then the bottom can be kind of like brainstorming. And so if I have notes for what I want to make sure I include in the chapter, I usually put it in there. I don't usually use the note card, but you can put it up there and then you can see all the chapters like that too, if you go through and label them all, which is a pretty cool feature too. And I feel like I've heard something about, can you make like vision boards or pull in pictures? Yeah. So it's really like, I feel like it's user friendly kind of once you know what to do and play around with it. There's the whole like manuscript spot. 
Um, but there are other folders too. So you could have like character sheets and then you d- would not select them when you compile it to export it to Word. But you can put in any kind of pictures you want, pull those in. They have some templates that you could use if you want to do a character one or just add a bunch of pictures. So you can do kind of like a vision board. Um, you can have one just like for brainstorming. You can have like I usually also would have a bucket for like querying. So I'd have like my synopsis, a query, those different kinds of things. But yeah, you can kind of, you can kind of put anything you want in it, basically. And in that way, it is kind of like Word in that like it's not like PowerPoint where you can kind of drag it around easily, but like in Word where it kind of just kind of all aligns like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I didn't even think of query and synopsis. So do you write those in Scrivener as well? Yeah, I write everything in Scrivener. So I've been using something else for plotting lately, but I put all my brainstorming in there, all of my character information, all of that kind of stuff, um, just in different folders in Scrivener. They can become really, really big documents too, if you want. Like I have a whole Scrivener document instead of having like a list of ideas that I want to work on. So like something more loose. I have a Scrivener document that is in buckets for all of the different book ideas I have. I can just go go there and add little pieces like that to it. Mm, nice. Do you feel like Scrivener has helped your writing process overall? I think so. Like I said, I'm kind of a plantery. I definitely was a, a pantser. I'm becoming more of a plotter, um, but it really helps me stay organized. Having everything in one spot. I also, I don't always write like to write chronologically. Like when I write a scene, half the time I jump up and down in a chapter and it's really easy to keep it like all contained in one opposed to in a Word document where you have to kind of scroll and figure it out. And Scrivener is all just like separated. So that's the chapter I'm working on. And that's the only chapter I can see if that's how I want to see it. So yeah, I think it, it really helps me stay organized. Nice. So say someone is interested in trying out Scrivener. Do you have any helpful tips for how to get started or like places to go to like find helper tutorials or just do they just should they just play around or I think I'd mostly suggest just playing around there are so many tools that I I mean I'm sure I don't even know like half of them um there are lots of like helpful YouTube videos too that you can read read watch I know because I found out about on author tube and so I know some different authors have gone through and kind of shown how they use it um, which I found really helpful when I started. But then most of how I kind of figured it out was just playing around with it. The basic features to write a book and everything, those ones I think you can play around with. But what becomes a little more challenging is like when you're trying to compile it and do other things, trying to like export it out. That's where I feel like finding those like YouTube videos would be probably helpful. So say that you have, you know, been writing in Word and then you want to flip over to Scrivener. And you want to do it for a manuscript that's already in Word and then like sort of import it into Scrivener. Do you know, is that kind of thing possible or can you only like really Uh, export? I don't know. When I have done that in the past, I usually just copy and paste chapter by chapter because you can just kind of block it out and copy and paste pretty easily and then go from there. There might be a way. I'm not sure. I haven't done that before. But copying and pasting, it's tedious, but that also works. So yeah, so probably a good time to like start learning Scrivener would be like when you're starting a new project. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, they have lots of templates you can use too, which are helpful, like different beats and stuff like that, or 
you can create your own. So like I said, I made my own with Save the Cat Beats. So if that's something that is helpful for someone, that would probably be useful to do before you start writing, just kind of like organizing it all and then going in. But yeah, yeah, I think so. Nice. Yeah. So if anyone is looking to start using Scrivener for Nano, I'd probably say give like what, a couple weeks of like a learning curve to just get used to it instead of being like, November 1st, I'm going to yeah. download the Scrivener and start using yeah. it. Like, might put yeah, you behind. I think <laughs> it might put you behind, but I guess at the same time too, if you are doing Nano and hoping to get the discount code and you like will take the whole 30 days to write and hit the goal, then you might not have as much flexibility. The project doesn't go away either. So once your trial ends, it's still like there, but you can't use it, if that makes sense. So like if you can let time go by before you actually download it, and then you can access your stuff again. So that is helpful. Other thing too, that I don't think I mentioned is it backs things up really well, which I find so satisfying. You can kind of change how you want it to do it, but it it can back it up every couple of minutes. And so it can take up a lot of space if you let it on your computer, but it will back up like that. And then you can go back to those like older files if something happens to it and you can access all that. So I like that too, because it's not likely it will actually completely disappear. No, that's a really good feature because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people forget about backing up. Yeah. You know. And it just automatically does okay. it in the background. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Any other tools, tips, or advice, or just, it's a cool thing. Go try it. Yeah. I think it's a cool thing. I I like it. I find it so helpful. Like I said, I just like being able to move things around really easily and just like creating folders and moving. The color coding is also what really gets me. I can jump around really easily. So just being able to kind of move around freely, I just feel like it's, it's really, really helpful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Yeah. Let people know where they can connect with you online. Sure. So I'm on Twitter or I guess X or whatever for now (laughs) um, at Bailey May and then underscore. I'm also on Instagram at Bailey, B A Y L E Y dot M A E May. And then all of all the links are really on my website. So baileyme.com. Perfect. And we'll include all the links in the show notes for people for easy access to. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Thank you. It was good talking to you. Thanks for listening to another episode of a novel ending podcast. If you're a fan of the show, please help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review and by sharing this episode with your community. And make sure to check out our website, anovelending.com, to learn more about what other services we offer. Happy revising!